What's up, guys? Welcome to another episode of Inside the Closet. I'm in Vegas. Mateo is in L.A. We catch up. We talk about the upcoming elections, Lion King, whole bunch of stuff. It's another episode. Thank you guys for being here. Hey, this is Mateo Lane. I'm Emma Wilman. And this is Inside the Closet. Inside the Closet. <laughs> here we <All> are. Right. <laughs> We're back again. Emma, I just want to say, I want everyone listening to this show to understand we are so dedicated to this podcast. Yes. I, I'm going to give my schedule, and then I want you to give your schedule, and we still manage a way. Oh, I don't even know my, I don't even know what, I don't even know what my schedule is. I, no, well, just a past, so the past three weeks, I've been in London for a week, which is amazing. London. Yep. To New York, New York for 12 hours, then flew out to L.A., L.A. for five days, then L.A. to Houston, Houston to Mexico, Mexico to New York, and now I'm back in L.A. Why did you go to New York for 12 hours that time? So the tickets that were bought, I didn't, uh, what was I doing in L.A.? I was, I don't even remember what I was doing. The tickets were bought already so like my flight to new york was round trip already so in order for me to like change that flight from new york to london it would have cost more money but it was already on two different production companies the bill so it was actually just easier for me to land in new york go to sleep wake up and then just get back on a flight and go to la fair enough i hope that we don't like grow like a third eyeball from all this like airline radiation or whatever the hell is happening when you're in the air and going through security well, security, we should have TSA pre-check, so we just go, we don't do the whole thing, right? TSA pre-check, but they still make you go through where they're like, put your put your hands up, that thing. No, they don't put you, you're not supposed to go through that with TSA pre-check. Yeah, they, it, it, uh, they'll let you, you go, you still have to go through the metal detector. Metal detector, yes, but not the yeah. thing that scans your body. I, mine still scans the, where you like put your hands up and then it goes, I've got TSA, I've got um, global entry. Oh, you should be um, that. The whole point of global entry and TSA pre-check is to avoid that. So, like, I haven't done that we've, in. We've got to be year. talking about the same thing because there's no. The, we've got to be saying the same thing because there's no. So whatever I, I do, I, whatever the TSA people tell me to do. So every airport that I go to, I never go through the machine where you stand in the middle, put your hands up, it scans you, and then you walk out. I only just walk through the metal detector. Really? Yeah, because that's what TSA PreCheck's all about. It, 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 TSA PreCheck is you don't take off your shoes. Usually you don't have to take out a laptop. You just go, th- you just put your stuff with your shoes yeah, on yeah. in the bin, and then you walk through the um, metal detector. I've not, oh. gone, it, I think in over a year, I have not gone through that. Oh, I didn't machine. know that because I thought it was just like getting to like cut the line and then t- not having to take your shoes off, laptop out, any of that stuff. I didn't know that you it, metal be- detector was included. You might be clear. No, no, I'm TSA PreCheck. I I have clear too, but I've never used it. But I'm TSA PreCheck. Oh, like, are for you like four years? Are you going in the right line, the TSA PreCheck line? Yes, yes, yes. I wonder why they're because they usually that whole machine is usually just shut down. Like people they have it. Yeah, at Newark, I'll do it because the airports I'm in the most are Newark, LAX, and Chicago. Okay, so well, Chicago for sure. They you don't have to do it. I know that much. Just so maybe I'll just be like, so I'm not doing thing. it. They definitely have it at Newark. I've never used Clear. If you're someone that doesn't fly a lot, so you don't know what we're talking about, Clear is this new thing. I haven't even used it. I just signed up for it because there was a special, so it was only fifty dollars. So I was like, okay, I'll do it. It's this new thing where they like scan your retina, mm-hmm. and then they let you through. Haven't tried it yet. 
I maybe my retina is going to be like eerily close to some like serial killer or something. Like I don't know. <laughs> and then I'm going to get pinged, and then and that's the end of me. Um, I so I haven't should, tried it yet. You should really, truly talk. I know we should be having this conversation off air, guys. If you want to, Em and I talk about off air. It's this. It's flying and it's business. Yes, but, yes. Um, they you one thousand percent should be avoiding that. You should just be going through metal detectors. That's it. I know. I don't want to fucking turn into a rabbit. That stuff is not good for you. I know. It's t- yeah. It's bad. You know, Ari Shafir refuses to. I think he might be TSA precheck now, but he refuses to do it, which you can do if you're not TSA precheck. They just have to pat you down. Oh, they can pat me all they want. I never care about that. Because really? they're like, do you mind if... Oh, yeah, they're like, uh, we're going to start by putting our hand on the... I'm like, do whatever you need to do. And they're like, well, no, we, they, I think they legally have to like tell you. They're like, I'm going to use the front of my hand to do your arms, the back of my hand to do your legs, and then the inner of your thigh, my this and there. And I'm like, yee, I'm like... I think one time I was like, I, you literally could stick a finger in my butt. Like, I really don't give a shit. And they're like, okay. <laughs> I, have a, I have a Karen mentality, like a white woman mentality with that. I'm like... If that happens to me, like, for the rare occasion you, like, go through the metal detector and, like, oh, we pulled you out of line. We have to, like, take you, you know. I am so, like, ugh, I can't believe I'm doing this. I can't <laughs> believe I'm here. This is ridiculous. Why me? Yeah. Let me speak to your manager. And they're, like, Dude. <laughs> <laughs> I am such a, let me speak to your manager. Um, so now, now where are you? You're in L.A. right now. So I'm in L.A. And then I go from, I'm in L.A. for six days and then i fly to san francisco for a day then i'm going to salt lake city so if anyone's in salt lake city and they want to come see me at wise guys you got to get your tickets now then how many days are you in salt lake city i think three because then i fly to phoenix and then i'm in phoenix for a day and then i go back to new york phoenix for a show yeah i'm doing a college with jay farrell oh nice that's awesome Mm -hmm. i'm gonna be in salt lake city i'm doing Somehow I got a show in Sun- the Sundance Film Festival, so oh, I'll do great. it, which is fun. It's not open to the public, though, but I get 30 tickets to invite film industry people, so I'm going to reserve, like, 10 Wait, of those. What film and- are you in? I'm not in a film. I just got my own, like, stand-up show. Oh, my God. That's amazing. Which is fun, but so I get to invite some, like, film industry, but it's 30 tickets, so I'm going to, like, reserve, like, 10 of those to invite, like, like normal people and then i'll just say they work in the film industry also have your manager and agent um connect you with people to like the right people to come see you yeah 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 Thir- i mean 30 is like a lot of comps so by the way be. i love that you and i are literally chatting like there's not a show happening i i yes. love it i mean i for real I, oh so sort of going back to what i was saying earlier outside of all of our travel stuff we love this podcast and it does become very difficult finding time between my schedule and emma because your schedule is just as insane i mean you're in vegas right now you were in la you're always flying around so it's like you know so sorry guys if it's not like the in-studio usual whatever but you know we still love chatting with each other yeah i don't even i don't even think anybody even cares at this point because you know what it is for you guys listening we've had the same listener base like since we started we've got about it's about we got the same chunk of you guys so we're just here we're just here. We're this is I, it. We've turned it to like comfort food. There's something about it, like, and I love having a guest in, but I love it when it's just us too. Because there's something. It's like um, it's like just putting on the Golden Girls or something. I still have never watched an episode of the Golden Girls. Okay, isn't that crazy, Emma? I've seen clips. I just don't. I never watch comedy i always watch like action or drama because i see so i watch stand-up but i never watch the when i watch clips i'll watch clips of golden girls clips of curb your enthusiasm 
clips of Always Sunny, but I've like never seen a full episode ever. I don't think I've ever seen a full episode of Curb or Sunny, so I'm with you on that. Funny, I've Funny. never seen. I Curb Your Enthusiasm. It's too stressful. I don't. It's like I can't handle the stress. Well, it's because. If you're neurotic, watching someone be that neurotic too, like it's just like too much. Because oh, if yes, they're fretting about something, and then you're like, it, it's yeah, totally, it's too much. Uh, um, I watched the new Lion King on the plane, and I have thoughts. I didn't even know. I thought that I didn't know they were doing a new movie. Um, so Beyonce's in it. Um, I think John Oliver plays Zazu, and I don't know. Okay, who plays- so I thought. I didn't realize that was a movie. I, when I was reading about that, I thought it was a play. So I didn't know. What, what, how did you feel about it? Well, first of all, oh, and we'll get to the live Little Mermaid in a second. But so everyone, you know, this came out, I think, like months ago, right? The Lion King. And it was supposed to be like this. Uh, here's the thing. And this has been the criticism. And then I now I totally you didn't like get it. it. No, I didn't like it. First of all, it was reductive, which is a word Madonna used in an interview. Wait, what about does Lady- that mean? Um, it's a word I heard first from Madonna used for an interview she did for Good Morning America about Lady Gaga about eight years ago. Um, when they asked her what she thought, does of- it mean it? Does it mean like undermining? It means like in this sense, I would describe it as the Lion King's already done. Doing this only takes away from the greatness of the original. Okay, that I could see for Lion King. Lady Ga- I mean, Lady Gaga, Madonna needs to I disagree with her about Lady Gaga. Well, she was referring to the song Born This Way, which sounds a lot like Madonna's song yeah. Express Yourself. I mean, they and to be fair, Madonna is right. I mean, that's the oh, one time I disagree. I, was like, I see why she's saying it, but Born This Way from Lady Gaga was really that I would agree if the song wasn't really good, but I loved Lady Gaga's song. No, oh, I love Lady Gaga, but it is the same. I mean, even if I was Gaga, sitting with Lady Gaga, Gaga, I would be like, it is the same song, and she, I'd be I like, mean, I love you. Yeah, <laughs> can you imagine if we got Lady Gaga on this show? I'd be like Tiffany. Wait, Stephanie Gutterman. That's a real name. Stephanie Germanata. Stephanie Germanata. Who's Stephanie Gutterman? Uh, it sounds like a very nice Jewish girl. Yeah, Stephanie oh, Germanata. It's uh, Italian. I know someone who met Lady Gaga. It was a le- it's a lesbian who pa- passes as someone who's straight, and she said that she went in to a recording session. She's not in music, but she went to the recording session because her friend is an engineer, and she said that Lady Gaga was like nice. And then the friend said, like, isn't something about her, her girlfriend, something where it was clear that she was a lesbian. And then she said Lady Gaga was like, oh, that like all of a sudden was like really cool. And then they all went out and like got drinks and she was like really like uh, I, cool. You know, I, I was when I first met Lady Gaga, um, I didn't know who <laughs> she was because I was still listening to Melissa Etheridge's Come Through My Window. I fucking like Melissa Etheridge, too. I really do, actually. Melissa Etheridge is so talented. She's great. She's great. I mean, that must have been not... Because it's not easy. Like, it's tough even now. Things are homophobic. So then I'm like, how'd she do that? All those 90s people that came out of the closet really just... I mean, just because that was our generation. Like, because 90s was a time things were, like, slowly changing. Right. You know, but, like, obviously not enough. And so, like, the fact that Melissa Etheridge was gay... There was enough Saying, publicity come through my to window. be. <laughs> come, C-U-M. Come right. through my window. That's the gay guy version. I was going to say, yeah. Come <laughs> through my... And by window is asshole. Right. And then the lesbian one is like, knit on my doorstep. <laughs> come through my window and knit on my doorstep. Come <laughs> knit on my doorstep. 
Come feed my cat and dog. We should make a we should make a list of like the biggest celebrities ever that we could try to get on, and then just fucking try to get them on. All right, Melissa Etheridge. First of all, I would love to get. Okay, talk about gay icons. I want Katie Lang on this show. That's my That'd number one lesbian. And who I'm, could we? Have, who for guys? Alan Cummings. Uh, you know it's funny because he knows who we are. Really? You think? Yeah, because my friend Henry plays piano for him, and so he's like, he's very like with like the comedy scene. Let's get him on. Let's get him on. That would be fun. We also have to like we have to be in studio time and figure yeah, yeah, that yeah, out, yeah. which is what we're already trying to work out. Um, I uh, what? But I want to talk about the Lion King. So, yeah, so you you didn't you weren't a fan. Not only was I not a fan, it, it the pro- first of all I didn't realize how much Mufasa wouldn't shut up about death. He just hmm. wouldn't stop the whole the whole movie. Like, even from the beginning, I realized, I'm like, wow, Mufasa, like, Mufasa is consistently trying to bring up the fact that he's going to be dead one day. Like, at any moment, there's a gleam of hope about the future. He just puts his paw down. He's a hater-ass and, bitch. Well, he just keeps reminding Simba that he's going to die or he's not going to be there forever. Or he's going to become a star. And it's like, okay, like... Was this a totally new movie, or was it supposed to be like another like it's, addition on to what had already happened? No, it's literally li- almost word for word the exact same movie mm. as the cartoon, but just like computer graphic animals who can't express in their face. So it just looks like a bunch <laughs> of like you ever see Homeward Bound before? Oh no, say it ain't so. You never saw you never saw Homeward Bound. I did see Homeward Bound. It's like that. It's like, we, yeah, because it was like, a, you know, as much as work as, okay, if you guys don't know Homer Bounded, is it was a movie made in the 90s about two dogs and a cat, one played by Sally Field and the cat. And then Michael, um, I forget his last name, played But it's the, like they have actual dogs and cats, and then the actors are just doing voiceover. So right. it'd be like, like so if you, you're in a room right now and you look at a lamp and you see the lamp, and then imagine Sally Fields being like, I'm a lamp and I'm cold. Yeah. It's like that. That's exactly what it is. So it, it, I could understand like using the computer graphics, but if you can't give them like emotions in the face, so it just felt like I was watching like a more expensive Homeward Bound that took place in Africa, and also Homeward Bound. Real quick, I don't know if anyone's familiar with that movie, but if you really go back and look at it, Shadow, the old one, is a senile old fuck who wanted nothing but the worst for Sally Field. Oh, I man, I haven't even I haven't even thought about Homeward Bound for like fucking. Well, Peter, the owner of Shadow, was like, "Oh, we're, we'll be back in two weeks." So they like put like the dogs like on their friend's farm, and then Shadow, who's an idiot, was just like, "Something's wrong. Where's Peter?" And just like r- literally jumped the fence, ran into the mountains, risking the lives of Chance and Sassy, and mm. was like, "We've got to go home." And then Peter came back in two weeks. He's like, "Where the." fuck is shadow and then they're like going all over the country looking for shadow and there's a bear attack and a girl gets lost and oh it's so annoying and at the end shia you almost think shadow dies and i wish he had Ooh, i remember watching that i remember watching that with my friends Catherine weiss in like elementary school and i mm-hmm. yeah i remember we would always like there was like certain remember because remember when it was like back in the day with the VHS. So, like, you'd have a couple movies. So, like, I would have a couple movies. She had a couple movies. I think she actually had more movies, so we'd go to her house more. But then you've, like, seen the same, like, Home Alone, Homeward Bound. I don't mm-hmm. remember what the other ones were. And then I remember I had this one friend, Harrison. We went through all his movies. And then there was this one movie we put in 
that was an adult movie, not porn, but it was like some kind of like it was the scariest movie I've ever seen in my life, and it was in a Disney like case. So we put it in thinking it was a Disney movie, and it was about this woman who got like abducted and raped in the woods by these farmers, and they were like they were like oh that's putting... that's Homeward Bound. No, 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 no. This this was like that the, farmer was... was was Shadow. Homeward Bound got really wrong. It was, and I just remember we were watching and we were like, "Wait, what's what's?" Ha-? It was like it was like someone had recorded because with VHS you used to be able to record over. Oh yeah. So we were like, "What is going on?" And then and you guys there were like too young to trauma. like just turn it off. It was just so I can still picture this woman getting like beer poured over her and these like farmers like yeah like raping her. And I remember I was just like, we were both so upset. And then I remember telling my mom, and she was like, what? And I don't remember anything else besides that, but I remember being so... It's one of those things when you're a kid, and it's like your world is one thing, and you see something so much more disturbing than anything you ever even thought, and then you just remember it. Well, I remember walking home from school. I was in third grade. I was walking up the street with my sister, and this girl ran out to us, and she just goes, do you know that adult men suck on girls' private parts, and girls suck on men's private parts, and ran away? And, like, my mind was blown. Yeah, I just was like, wow. I mean, that was the first time. I was in the third grade. That was the first time I'd ever heard of, like, sex. It really, yeah. like, I mean, I didn't even understand. In Your th- parents I was, didn't have the talk? Well, the, I was in third grade. You know, I was, like, right. seven. You know, so this is like, too young. They couldn't teach me about the bees and the bees yet. But right. I remember in fifth grade, we had sex ed, and my teacher broke her leg. So she was out for, like, a month and a half. So we fifth had, like. grade? We yeah. didn't do that until high school in Maine. Oh, Chicago, you got to get started quick. Right. So I remember in the fifth grade learning about sex, but I didn't know. I knew that semen, like, impregnated the egg, but I didn't know that the dick went inside the vagina. So I just thought that, like, semen just, like, traveled across the bed. Right. I stay on my side and you stay on your side. I mean, that's how gay, gay I was that I thought, well, certainly you don't go near the woman. Right, yeah, yeah. Why would you do something weird like that? Like you, you fuck a guy, and then the other guy does the other guy, and somehow it gets to a woman. But not nothing with me. That's crazy. Right, and then That's you get not... that you get a magical slip and slide for your semen, and then that goes right. in the vagina. That's how it's done. And that like, is ah. how. It's done. What were some of your thoughts about sex before you had sex that like scared you, or like you didn't quite understand? That's such a good – so I, my mom in eighth grade got us, like, all these books about it. And then my sister and I were like, Mom! And then she was like, okay. And then she, like, left the books outside our rooms. And so we then we, like, read them. I remember, like, reading all of them and being like, what's this? What's that? And she was like, ask me. But that was in eighth grade, so I re- kind of remember talking about it with my friend, my, that same friend Harrison who we accidentally watched that video because <laughs> him and I – we used to, we used to, if we were like hanging out before a parent was home, we would try to watch Jerry Springer. Oh like, yeah, love Jerry Springer. Love Jerry Springer. It was Jerry Springer and uh, Sally, Ricky Lake and Sally Jesse Raphael. Sally Jesse Raphael, yes. And so with Jerry Springer, it would be like, like I remember there was one. I think that's how I learned about the Klan too, because it was like my <laughs> uncle's in the Klan and he's having sex with a horse, and I was like, what? 
I remember uh, Jenny Jones, J- Sally Just Raphael, Jerry Springer, Maury, and Ricky Lake were like the yep. talk shows to watch when you got home from school. Just going and see that's the thing because everyone's like, oh, now with phones, kids are like have too much access to information. I mean, you find the way because I <laughs> watching Jerry Springer. Jerry Springer was stuff I wouldn't have even been able to Google. Like if I had had a phone. <laughs> If I had had a phone back in the day, I wouldn't have been Googling, like, is it the baby of, like, the person who works at the grocery store's cousin who had sex with the llama and now everyone lives in Orange County? Like, I, it's things that you – they string things together that it's like – who is it? The baby, the father, fathers, or the sons, or like just well, well crazy. also like who's the baby? And they have a woman in the middle, and a man on the left, and then a donkey on the right, and then exactly. you're like, oh, I wonder which one the dad is, right? And then they're like, yeah, and then they're like, you know, like help, I have like 18 breasts, and like I don't want anyone to. It, could it be from eating root? It's just weird shit. My favorite remember... with Jenny Jones is that all she did was her mouth would always drop open. That was who's the... Jenny Jones? Which one was that? Oh, I mean Ricky Lake. Jenny Ricky Jones Lake. was famous. Jenny Jones was really famous. She they, a lot of them filmed in Chicago. Actually, Jenny Jones was like a stupid blonde lady who was. I just... kind of remember the name. Well, she, she was most famous for having. Um, Two things, like makeover or revenge, right? So, like, you're fat and ugly in high school. You right. bring out your bully. You bust through the old picture of yourself, and you're like, I'm hot. The audience loses their mind. Also, they had, like, the teen brats who came out and, like, were like, fuck you to their parents. And then they brought, like... Oh, God, that was so uncomfortable. And they would bring prisoners in to, like, scare them. So they would bring these yep. kids to prison because they, like, didn't clean their room. I mean, it was so ridiculous. But I'm sorry. Go on about Ricky Lake. I remember that though. I remember the prisoners, and then they're and then they like take the kids out to boot camp, and they're like, "You're not shit. You're not shit." And then the kids like scream. Yeah, I remember watching that stuff, being like, "Thank God that when I get grounded, I just have to like sit for a minute." Like, <laughs> can you imagine if you went on Jenny Jones, like, and it was you and your mom, and like, you know, your mom, like, what would your mother go on Jenny we Jones would be to crying. complain? It would be we would be crying the whole time because my mom would be like, I just don't know how it came to this. Like we would just be like every it, it's so out of the sphere of comprehension that it would be like just just unbelievable. I had an interesting keep, talk. Wait, with, keep keep going. I want to know like if you were a misbehaved child and your mother somehow got in touch with the Jenny Jones producers, and then a week later you're both flown out and your mom is on stage and you're dressed up like, a, like some kind of like gangster. She would. She would inter. She would like lock us in the green room. Like we wouldn't end up getting on camera. She'd be like, I don't know about like what. What are you guys gonna do? She wouldn't let it. She's she's got self-awareness enough that she would be like they would have to promise anything they could promise. She'd also probably be able to do. So there'd be no there's no upside, I think. She's too. Would she'd she, see if, through you that. Were, if you were misbehaved and they said we're going to send your daughter, Emma, 12 to a prison to get scared by prisoners. What would she say? She'd be like, oh, but then if someone was like that, she really trusted. So like this is the only way. Maybe she would consider it, but she'd probably like come. Like she'd probably like get a hotel room near the prison, and then like every ten minutes, be like, "What are you guys doing in there? What's going on? What are you eating? Put that down! Is that a shank? I don't even know what that is, but I just it just came to me, and that's what it is. It's a shank. Get away from her, Emma. Are you shanking people in there? What's shanking? Shanking is like they make these like shark little objects out of things, and then they like shank each other. I think I don't know how to use <laughs> How'd it. You know it's not that? something. 
it's not something that like pops up in a spelling bee where it's like to you to shank but it's from watching true crime shows because someone will be in prison and they'll be like up oh, you know and then he got shanked do you think your it's, mother would visit you like, if you went to prison oh, would your mother visit, visit? <laughs> absolutely she'd absolutely 100 percent that's because that's her part of her love language <laughs> is like showing it's not physical affection it's showing up so she, or she'd be like, I'm trying to come on Tuesday. Would it work better for you if I come on Tuesday or Friday? And I'd be like, I don't know. I'm in prison doing the same shit. It really doesn't matter. She's like, well, I'm trying to come on Tuesday. But it might be Friday. And then I'd get five calls and be like, yeah, I don't know which day's going to work. So can I let you know? And I'd be like, doesn't matter. And she'd be like, all right, I'll let you know. Hangs up, calls. Looks like it's going to be Friday. I hope that's still all right with you. And I'd be like, yeah, I'm just sitting in fucking prison. She'd be like, okay, just making sure. Am I going to be able to get in when I get there? Where should we go for lunch? Oh, is there probably not a lot of options? <laughs> that I could see. That I could totally. There's this comedian. There's a comedian here. His name's Amir K. And he has a really funny joke about if his if his dog was leaving him voice messages. And it kind of reminds me of what I just did. Your mother it was just would like, say, where should we get lunch? Oh, there's probably, probably not, not a lot, lot of options. options. I wish I had like an audio clip of his dog leaving him voice messages. Because it's... Do you, the dog do kind of reminds me of my mom is, character. Is your mom sort of like, even though like the situation's bad, she'll still talk about like you know you're in prison. She's still trying to talk to you like you're just sort of kind of in New York. Mm, that that's a toss up because I don't know because she's not someone necessarily that's like she's not like she's not uncheery. She's pretty. She's like pretty realistic. I, I don't know. I mean, she'd be fucking. I don't know. I really don't know what she would be like. I, the, I would be curious. I don't ever want to find out, but I would be <laughs> definitely. I'd be curious. I think she'd like. What if your mom was in prison and you had to go visit her? Oh, I'd be so heartbroken. I would just. I would visit her all the time, and I'd like tell her stories about book, like whatever. Like she'd just read a lot. She wouldn't. I think she'd probably keep to herself. I don't think she would last very long, though. But, <laughs> like, what do you mean? But like, she would die? never. She would never go. If my mom went to prison, I'd be like, "There's been a. There's just no. There's nothing that. There's <laughs> nothing she would go to prison for." I know, but it, just in case, like, it, or for some Unless reason, unless she got detained abroad, then I could see that. And then like, she'd be like, "This is ridiculous." <laughs> and then, I don't know what she'd be like trying to call someone's manager the entire time she's in there. I, I like, just, she'd just be like. <sighs> She'd, they'd let her go because for asking too many questions. She'd be like, what's in this? What's in that? What kind of face wash? No, I can't use that face wash. I have sensitive skin. <laughs> Do these bags under my eyes look noticeable to you? And they, Get out! And then she'd be like, all right. <laughs> I had an interesting talk with my therapist because... Oh, I'm sorry to keep making you talk about your mom. Okay, go on. Oh, she, but wait, this is about my mom. So we were talking and... Um... About the stay in New York? Well, yes, we were talking about that because now we've got, like, the great solution of Ashley. We're going to stay at Ashley's friend's place who's got, like, a huge apartment. But I was we were talking about my mom, and she's like, it's so interesting that you, you know, you love your mom so much. And she's like, but then you don't do the, the, things, the things that would most clearly make mean the most to her, which is recycling and then, like, voting in every single election. She's like, but the, and I was like, I know, it's totally bizarre. Like, I'm like, I'll do anything for my mom. I love my mom. Like, my mom, my mom, my mom. But then I, I don't prioritize recycling, and like, 
if I voted, like I didn't, there was recently elections and I didn't vote in local elections. I'm sorry. That's not the right thing to do. I apologize. I know it's like self-centered wrong. All these things. I know that. I know that. I got to get better about it. It's a major character flaw for sure. But like if I did that, she'd be so happy. And I didn't, I just, I never even fucking know what day it is. Well, I don't know if vote. I understand that your mother; those things are important to your mother, but that doesn't mean those things are important to you both. So it's like yeah, the thing that matters like, is like I don't think things like that. I mean, obviously they matter to a certain extent, but like between your relationship with you and your mom, like I don't think oh, my dad and I vote this, right. But I'm saying my dad and I don't vote the same. But do you vote in local elections? Yeah. Oh, you see, that's great. I don't. I mean, I think the the. It, in New York, it's like, you know, you can get away right. probably without vote. I mean, right. if your party is the leading party, okay, then, like, I don't think there's going to be, like, all of a sudden Manhattan's going to turn Republican in a local election. Oh, my God, election. could you imagine the it fucking just, apocalypse? It the day after Trump won, Manhattan was silent. I mean, it was. I, I'll never forget it. I'll never it forget like, it. I'll never forget it. Yeah, it was like, it was people, it was... Like the city really came together that if it was like the end of times. I believe that Virginia and Kentucky just flipped Democratic in the the election last night. I, I believe. Re- yeah, I was reading about. Yeah, because Virginia definitely they had a. I was just reading about some of that stuff, and then after the most recent, I was kind of like referring to my dad about it. Whatever Elizabeth Warren said recently, he's like a big fan now. So she released how she's going to do health care. And she's taxing the rich, but I guess it's like billion dollar rich people. Here's the thing. There's a lot of confusion with her, her, a lot of her healthcare issues are getting her into not trouble, but like, that's like the main focus is like, she's saying Medicare for all. And then she hasn't quite explained how she's going to do it. And then if she does do it, it's going to cost trillions. And anyways, I, here's the thing. I actually like Elizabeth Warren. I feel bad because I think this election, literally, they're doing all these polls. Like, what would Biden... In yeah, the who's states, ahead? Who's ahead in the polls? Right now, Biden. Are you serious? Yeah, and I'll tell you why. Because they're doing different polls in different states. Like, states that, for the Electoral College, that Trump won. And Biden, in four of the states that Trump won, Biden is leading. And Warren, I find that shocking, actually. Because I, I never even hear people talk about him. Well, because right now... There's a couple of factors. When you talk about like Buttigieg, Bernie Sanders, and Elizabeth Warren, they're new. They're new, and so the media is talking about them. And because we're 33, we're millennials. What what we're hearing right now is a lot of like, oh, like they're bringing up all that like free health care. I get the Joe Biden. Dinner- if I if I had to be in an elevator or stuck next, if I had to sit next to someone at a dinner party, it would be Buttigieg, Biden, then Warren. I would pick Warren. I like. I That's think you, she's. That- well, that's who I think I would vote for first. But if it was like Emily, well, if I had to go on a road trip, because with her, if I like got something in my shirt, I feel like she'd be like looking at me out of the side of her eye. The thing is, right no now, difference. the election has come down to mainly who's going to beat Trump. And a lot of moderate Democrats feel that Elizabeth Warren is too left and they right. feel that Biden has the best chance of beating Trump. That being said, we just don't see much of Biden as of late because it's, 
and it's he's interesting not covered in the news, but he is right. leading in the polls. And it's interesting when people say it too, because like when they say that, when they say imply he's more moderate, it's like what exactly is more moderate, or does it just feel by moderate? Do you mean comfortable? Because it's a straight white guy. Is that what? I think, it's like, I think what it means more moderate is that it's just not extreme changes to certain like I think Warren and and Sanders push with that idea of socialism. And so they talk about more taxes and more taxes means coming back into the system. So it's like universal health care and, and schooling and all this stuff. So Biden would be more along the line sort of where Obama was, where Obama was a, a, essentially a middle moderate. My dad seemed Democrat pretty convinced that the her health plan wouldn't be socialist and that it would only tax like the if you had over 50 million dollars so like if you're middle class it would be 100 percent no difference in your taxes but one problem is if someone has over 50 million dollars or if someone's a billionaire they're not playing by the same rules that we are they're not doing they're not even doing their i watched this, this documentary on netflix called the laundromat and it's about this people this like they help super rich people set up shell operations in countries where there's no taxes and then they like do like 8 million different like loopholes and then they don't pay taxes at all like right. they're in they're in like like i i know someone who knows someone who's like super super rich and she's like yeah he's he's in bahrain for thanksgiving because he's fucking shuffling all around tax like if you've got a billion bucks you're on mars you're not right. like do well, your taxes in Maine. Of course. If you look at the people who like live in Monaco, for example, right? Like Monaco, right. which is a country in the south of France. Um, I bet that's just where it's located. But anyhow, it's like a country for billionaires. And the people live there because they don't have to pay tax. There's a tax Why do they have a it. billion dollars? Like fucking chill out and pay the taxes, I think. If you've got a billion? Well, that's the thing is like right now, all the pressure seems to be on the middle and lower class. Every The blame is put on us, right? The bank made us bail them out. Out. The banks made out like we get all the blame for everything, and it's like somehow we asking for free health care and schooling is a burden to the system. That being said, Amazon doesn't have to pay taxes, Apple doesn't have to pay taxes, right. Google doesn't have to pay taxes. It's like there's so much money and revenue that could come. I understand that they're creating jobs and all this other stuff, and like, but there's so much money that like can come back into the system that they're just avoiding because of these big companies and laws have been written so that if you're like an American company, but you can also be headquartered in, I don't know, Switzerland. So then you don't have to pay American taxes. And it's like, well, then why should I pay taxes? Like, none of it makes sense. Like a company. I wonder if it's like a company that makes a certain amount of money, because I bet if my mom like moved her, her, her (laughs) Swedish weaving operation, which is very, very, very small (laughs) scale somewhere, I bet she'd still have to pay taxes. You know what I mean? I I like that you did have to say small scale as if, like... It's... (laughs) Like, there was, like, like everyone was, like... She sells at street fairs. Right. (laughs) Very small. I mean, very small scale. We're talking about some hand-woven garments from my mom or one of like four other women or you like, know with my uncle you know. mike and your mom they could oh, go between into the business they better get to malta right now they better get to they better get to the no tax monaco. zone right now yeah, they could, monaco they, yeah gotta shuffle just, our taxes around um but i haven't you know i watch the news i know we don't talk a lot about politics but it's so funny because most of my time is consumed with watching or listening to the news well i look at cnn.com every night 
and then usually in the morning. But I just haven't really been following election stuff because it was just like so many things. Well, I don't know. Now that with the impeachment and and the elections and you know we're going to if close Trump gets to... impeached and we have Mike Pence, like that is going to be fucking crazy. Well, that guy's is, nuts. This is the th- okay. There's a couple things there. One, the impeachment itself. It doesn't necessarily mean that he'll be removed from office. Being impeached means that you're just put on trial, right? And so the Congress sort of acts like lawyers presenting all of the evidence of why okay, he, so he did something illegal. And the then term the, impeached is like the process. Right. Like an impeachment process is, is exactly right. It's like trial, let's say. So the Senate acts as the jury and they sort of go through all the evidence and then they vote. And so because right, right now in the Senate there's more Republicans – I it would be a strange day, you know. I I would like to see the impeachment process go through and for people to vote on their conscience, and so Trump would get removed from office. Which actually, shockingly enough, the polls say I think fifty or fifty one percent of Americans would like to see him impeached and removed from office, which jumped like eight points from the past two months, which is a but huge then jump. Pence would be the president. Pence would be the first of all. Let's if we even went down that. That guy's fucking bad vibes. I'll tell you that right. But now. he's. I but mean, I'll tell you what. He's number one. He isn't as bad as Trump in certain aspects. Here's the thing. If let's say this happens, he Mike knows, Pence he knows is, how to sneak around and get things done. So before we'd know it, we'd like he'd he, be fucking. If there was an impeachment, he wouldn't even be in office for more than six months. I mean, that's okay. there's only so much you can do. That's number one. Number two, he. Even though I think he's a piece of shit, and Creeps I think he has a real ideology, idea, I just fucked up that word. He truly has like a religious problem. I don't think he would have enough time or power, especially because Congress now is totally democratic. And if there was an impeachment happening, also, who knows if he is in cahoots with Trump with all this stuff happening and knew about the quick code pro- and all these things. There may be a chance that he could get kicked out as well. So there, oh, right. That'd be awesome. Then who would be the president? I think it would be Nancy Pelosi. Now, I would love that. Yeah, but, but we're Democratic and gay. Of course we'd love Right. You know. I would love – I would get a that would be – that would be crazy. Mike Pence is some bad – Mike Pence – did you see Silence of the Lambs, that movie? Yeah, there is someone in, it, a, in the basement of his house, like, getting lotion on their skin. Yeah, if he's not doing a skin suit, then – and I'm not even saying that because of his politics. I'm saying that because of his, his eyes. I mean, it like – I think he looks like he just ate a gusher. But if by a gusher – I think he looks like he just ate a gusher if a gusher was, like, a dead gerbil that he keeps, like, frozen in his freezer. And then he, like, jerks off to the idea of, like like, burning animals and then eats them and then, like – fucking the, the thing with mike pence is mike pence is is horrible but he's also more of a politician than trump and that means he's more moldable <sighs> the one one thing with trump because i was thinking about it you know take everything out of it and the scary part that he's our president he is a he's a performer and he is charismatic in his way charisma doesn't mean something's good i mean a lot of like awful people are, are charismatic he's charismatic he's got delivery and timing and he knows how to engage like i mean i used to watch him on what was the show the apprentice that was out it was called yeah yeah i mean he was he was entertaining like he was a real like 
Well, he should character. just be on TV. He shouldn't be in charge of, right. you know, real estate. He should not be the president. He shouldn't be in politics. He should just be a TV personality. And living in that world, he's fine. And that's the right. point that Howard Stern was making three years ago, which is Trump doesn't want this presidency. Trump Trump doesn't have the life he used to live. He used to be... It's pretty crazy. I mean, it's almost impressive he's sticking with it in some way. Like, it's I think like, he's so full of spite. Right. That that's what this is. It's all about the ego. You know, actually, as I was watching the I Lion almost King relate today, to him. Now that you say that, so full of spite, I almost relate to him then because, like, if I were going to be president, I relate to that because I'd because I'd be like, fuck this, fuck like, I'd be. You know what? Maybe I'd be. No, I wouldn't be like. I mean, I'd be. I could see like losing it on a plane, like stuffing my face full of McDonald's, screaming <laughs> about Rosie O'Donnell for no reason. Like I could. I could get down with that. No, I could see. I mean, I like Rosie O'Donnell, but I could just see myself losing it under the pressure. Oh, I love Rosie. She'd be great I'd to be have too. on this podcast, wouldn't she? She had a stand-up special that did not get enough, enough attention. She did an HBO special, like, when? in the past. It's got no fucking press. I was, like, clicking through specials because I was, like, trying to, like, get inspired. So I was like, okay, I want to, like, go watch, like, a bunch of stuff. And then I found this special that she did. I don't know the name of it. I'll get it. It was so funny. It's about her kids, basically. That's the material. And it's like, it's all, it It has to have been in the past six years. It's fun. Fuck, hmm. It's really funny. I didn't know that. All right. Yep. I'll have to check it out. Um, you want to watch a special. I recommend you watch uh, Joan Rivers called Melissa, Pol- before Melissa pulls the plug from, I think, 2007. Um, let me look up and see when that was. I watched a guy, there's a comedian named Dion Cole who I've met a few times, and I loved his special. He brought it. Because an hour, people don't, in hours, like, I almost just said an hour is a minute. An hour is a long amount of time yes, to, like, ma'am. keep people engaged, especially especially on Netflix, because that's the thing. You're fucking, you got your little fingers hovering over all the different things you can click. you just like, bing, 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 SVU, boop, 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 documentary about heroin, ba, ba, bing. All the shit. So for someone to like keep you like like relaxed and locked in, because there's like the first five minutes every time you watch a Netflix thing. There's like the first five minutes of you're like I'm gonna switch channel, and I'm then send, pres- I, I'm sorry, oh yeah, posted it. No, I, I'm gonna send it to you so you can watch it. Because if you want to get inspired, that's what yeah, you should I'd watch. love to watch it. Because I watch Dion's Cole's one cracked me up, um, and then I love the comics. I'm in Vegas. I'm with Leonard Oots right now, and. Uh, Amir K. So I'm with two funny guys. So two funny people that are like, this is this week in Vegas is like a good. It's a good week. Well, my aunt Cindy and Uncle Mike are coming to see you Saturday. Tell them to text me, and they can just come in the green room. I will. I she gets sh- like embarrassed or shy. I know she will like. Not... I'll get her some booze. Yeah, but you should like you know I don't know which show she's gonna come to, but I think her, my uncle Mike, and my aunt, my she's not my aunt, she's my uncle Mike's sister, but maybe my aunt Colleen, she might be going too. Tell they're gonna have so much fun, like because this really this is one of the like best lineups I've ever been a part well, about. I, they always text me and say, "What do you think of the lineup?" And I looked and I was like, "Oh, you're gonna have a great time." Yeah, they they're gonna get a kick out of they're gonna get a they're gonna get a kick out of the show. Um, um, I want to read yeah. this to you before we go because I just think it's so funny. Yes. Uh, when I was in Mexico, they had these like big hats in our room. So, of course, I'm like taking selfies, blah, blah, blah. I took a picture with the hat and it was a cute picture. So I posted it um, and I just all I wrote, literally all I wrote in my post was Ola. That's it. And yeah. then first comment. 
Sigh. More cultural appropriation from the whites. Ha 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 ha. So I get that. Why he's they tr- put the ha ha ha? If you're gonna be critical, just fucking post it, own it, stand behind it. Don't get right. passive aggressive with ha ha ha. Right. So I just wrote, and this is like the most chill response ever. I just wrote, my grandfather's Mexican. Because it's true. Right. So, and it's like, first of all, it's not cultural appropriation. I'm wearing a hat and I'm allowed to say hola. Secondly, even if And you're in Mexico. But also, like, literally just me saying hola was enough for him to say I was cultural appropriated. That's number one. And the the context was appropriate. It's not like you were at, like, a Taco Bell and, like, kicked the door open. We're like, hola. And everyone's like, okay, okay. You know what I mean? Right. Also... I yeah, I mean if you want to break it down, I'm part Mexican. I speak right. Spanish. I was in Mexico, and even if I wasn't any of those things, I'm still allowed to say hola. That'd be like me getting mad someone said buongiorno. So anyway, all right. I said was my grandfather's Mexican and then it has What they say? Just, Fuck your grandfather. Nonstop comments. I mean fifteen really? comments. Yes, and, and he even apologized, like kind of to me, but he was being just like he literally, he just wrote, no one was coming for you, dude, chill. That's what he said to me. Wait, and the then, same person who said that about appropriation? Yeah, so then everyone started going after him and blah, blah, blah. But the funniest comment was, because I never, ever, this never happened to me. I texted Nicole Byron, so she was a made-up, you know, my besties. And I was like, look at how ridiculous this is. So then Nicole writes to him and goes, so-and-so is right. Mateo Lane should be thrown in jail for saying, hola, lock her up. Oh, God. <laughs> he's going to frame that. He's going to get that tattooed on his chest. I know. And Nicole, he's not going to get the joke. He's going to get it tattooed on his face. And then Sashiro, um, Mateo Lane is one bad hombre. Oh, no. <laughs> it's so, there's, it was so cute that, like, I love when comedians get involved because people get so serious. And then it just takes your friends to just, like, break it up immediately and be like, everyone shut up. I think if someone wants to, like, um, critique something or speak about something, like, I mean, I don't always, like, respond to things right or do things right. But, like, saying, for some reason, the ha-ha-ha afterwards makes it, like, really, I mean, I guess it's, like, <sighs> we're No, not... I mean, you're right. If it's, like, if you're going to say something, you obviously said it because you were trying to make a point. So right. just say it and then shut up. But, you right. know, then he all he said was, like, I'm not coming for you. And if you felt that way, I'm sorry. It was just a joke. Everyone's ass is hurt over cult- cultural appropriation. I'm not You'd one of like, them. It must. And, but then he goes, and I was like, oh, well, that's cool. That You know, I get it. And I was about to write back. And then he goes, but it must be nice to have loyal clowns defending you over a joke that is a little absurd. Have a great day, mijo. And I was like, I just, this is a lot. Yeah, you know, it's, it's like, just, you know what? I now just, you don't get the, he's trying to end the conversation. He's trying to get the last word in. Also, it, now it sounds like right. he was making fun of someone calling out someone for a pro- culture appropriation, and it's like, guess what? That's not fucking funny either, because if someone does want to call that out, then they should have the safe space to be able to do that and be listened to. Like, if someone really did think that, they should be able to say that and then have a dialogue about it. Like, he also shouldn't be making fun of someone Emma? saying something is wrong. Oh, sorry, you cut out. We were, but we're at the end, anyways. But we're you literally, end, yeah. whatever you said, I I agree with. <laughs> but you oh, got all right. So look, um, okay, uh, this was a great episode. Great, yeah, we covered I a, a lot. Covered a lot. Um, we should definitely be trying to stay up on election stuff because I think it's really important. And um, November twenty second, if anyone is in New Orleans, I'm going to be there at the Howlin' Wolf. It's going. I love New Orleans. It's going to be fun. I guess November 22nd, not this coming weekend, the one after that. It's going to be – I'm excited. It's going to be fun. 
Well, um, go see Emma in New Orleans. Uh, the 15th to the 16th of November, I'll be at Wise Guys in Salt Lake City. So please tell people to come see those shows. Also, November 22nd and the 23rd, if you're not in New Orleans and you're in the D.C. area, come see me at the Arlington Draft House in Arlington, Virginia. I have four shows. So you're at the you're in Arlington. You're not in downtown D.C.? Yeah, it's like 20 minutes out. But it's actually well, not. I'm going with Evan. We'll go to oh, the gym. Oh, great. Yeah, the well, actually, they are really close. I that Arlington Draft House is a beautiful space because it's like an old, it's like a, it's got really high ceilings. But I was there one time, but it's a cool space. DC is a good comedy city. Oh, it's a it's a fabulous comedy city, and you're gonna have so DC's much fun in good. New Orleans. That's one of my favorite cities in the world. It's one of my favorite cities. I've never done uh, comedy there. I had like some audition there one time, but yeah, I've never. Um, done comedy there, so I'm excited to. I, I've, I've done I love comedy twice there, and they've been amazing audiences. Oh, good, good. Yeah, you just get the vibe that it'd be like they probably have a good sense of humor. Yeah, I mean it's New Orleans. It's I. Right. That's literally one of my favorite cities in the world. I they're love. They're drinking in the street and uh, not being obnoxious about it. Like it's like. No, and the fucking beignets. I'm sorry, they're just yeah. so good, and the way the vibe, the city, the it's just such an amazing city. Totally. Agreed. 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 All right. Well, we will catch you guys. um, We'll catch you guys next time. Yeah. Okay. Bye, guys.